Wrong one. Hey, what's up, everybody? I guess we're gonna, uh, <laughs> we're just gonna start this off because my dumb ass didn't uh, didn't hit the the banner button. Yeah, I guess we can do it now. All right, we're getting we're getting the battle. Here we go. Here we no, I don't want to do that shit because then we gotta count down the numbers and all that shit. Fuck it, we just ain't gonna okay, have it on this one. We're just going right into it. <laughs> we're just gonna jump right into Andor. <laughs> this episode was so good that we said skip the beginning. We're getting right to the episode. That's what we're doing today. Actually, I'm lying. It wasn't. I don't, that good. Like, I, don't, I don't like doing that. I'm a creature of habit. Can we can we do the intro? No, because then we gotta do the <laughs> fucking thirty second countdown and all that shit. <laughs> I was on the wrong page. I didn't mean to do that. My mental psyche can't handle it today. (laughs) Hey, you want to watch a promo or something? We can watch a promo (laughs) or something. We can do like the the newest StreamYard outro or (laughs) in the middle of the show. (laughs) Hey, but I am doing one for the housebreaker. I am setting up a, yeah, I'm doing one for the housebreaker. It's going to be dope. The Death Star is blowing up house, so it's going to be dope. I got to figure it out. It's going to be dope. I'm working on that. My What? Smile. What? No. So, <laughs> what's going on with that is that she'll take. <laughs> okay, let's see. We have Star Wars team leader. Alive. What's up? Chris, what's and up? What's up? Yeah. Bodie, what's going on? We got Tori in the chat. We got Clint in the chat. We got everybody's here today. Hey, we having a good day. So, Honestly, this was the slowest of all the episodes. It was oh, it, God. it was slow. It, it was kind of rough to watch. <laughs> it really was. It wasn't that yeah. it was bad. It was just really, really slow. The pacing on this was I, like, like right. is it? Are you gonna do something? Is something gonna happen? And then it just elevated real quick at the end and was done. Right. What what it felt like is because where we left off last episode, I thought, all right, this episode we're gonna watch them do the mission. But it's like they tried to squeeze in an entire other episode in between when you thought they were doing the mission and when they're actually doing it. So it just seemed like it was a really long episode with not a lot happening. What did I tell you guys? They're going to do build up until six and then they're going to do another story after six. They're going to do the mission in episode six, the 40, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. And then 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 are going to be a whole nother thing that Cassian's going to be sent to do. I swear. I feel like that's what they're doing. They're going to fit two different stories in a 12 episode period, which gives us more depth of what makes Cassian Andor Cassian was, Andor. Okay, th- this is how I'll, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of an idiot, okay? Because I was so certain that they was going to do the mission and that they was going to have the part of the dinner in this episode. The dinner with Mon Mothra with the with every with the people that she don't like in this episode. Then my dumb ass made the thumbnail for an episode that none of that shit even happened. Like I, the thumbnail <laughs> is Mon Mothra and the dinner table in the back and everything. That that was the thumbnail that I really originally made for this episode. Cause I figured it was gonna happen in this episode. I thought that that was going to be the episode. I didn't really think it was going to focus too much on Andrew. I think that they was going to do, you know, like just jump over there a little bit. But I thought it was going to focus more on my Mothra and her at this dinner with the people that she hates. I don't care. Her daughter getting mouthy like that. Uh, fuck that. You're going to catch a fucking. Yeah, seriously. Backhand. I was like, this bitch is worse than Leia. <laughs> 
literally the way she popped off i was like mm, you i would have got smacked i would have got smacked so hard for that I was like you spoiled I, my breath. teeth my lips would have swelled up my teeth would have been all bloody and it'd be like take your ass to your room you ain't even going to school nobody's gonna see you today it would have been a bad moment in my house i talked to my mom Oh, I know. Oh, I see God. why she leaves him and joins the rebels. I would have just <laughs> left him and started the rebels too. The rebel shit. Let me find okay. the empires better than fighting my husband and my daughter. So Chris pulled up. I just want to know what's the point of this depressed dude at his mom's house. So what I'm catching is is that his uncle, whatever, uh, I can't remember his name. I'm just going to call him Uncle Louie. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Cracker. Um, so I believe his uncle, what I'm catching, works for the Empire. And what his mom's trying to do is hook him up with an Empire job, which leads him to wanting to hunt after Cassian more. I feel like it's going to lead him to that point where he's able to hunt Cassian. I, I, but, I agree. I think he's going to hunt Cassian. Yes, but I feel like he's going to get in an Imperial officer, or not officer per se, but I feel like he's going to get... If it, the way his mom keeps talking about her brother or his uncle is like he's a higher up in the Imperial Navy of some sort, which can get him a job to where he just doesn't look like a 40 year old divorcee living with his mom. So he'd be depressing around like he is. Okay. Did y'all see in that scene when they fan by the, um, when they fan by him, you know, they, they, the camera my brain ain't working right now when the camera jumps over by him he has action figures sitting on he has star wars action figures sitting on the little nightstand thing it looked like a stormtrooper and maybe like a maybe darth vader or something like that you couldn't really tell they were kind of blurry but they actually had star wars action figures sitting up on the on his nightstand which i thought was pretty cool i was like to have that in the background, that was, yeah, I, I, I appreciated that. Well, oh, look, Team we Leader, I don't know if it's going to... What's good, boys? What's good, up, Omega Psy? Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to lead him to the Imperial Girl until after he is either in the Imperial Navy or contracted through them. It's one of those two, in my opinion. I really feel like it's going to be a contract or he's going to join them or be a part of the Imperial Navy itself. I'm more thinking he's probably going to be in the Imperial Navy instead of being contracted because the Empire is really picky. I mean, why I, you wouldn't subcontract one person unless if it's like a bounty hunter. And I don't think he's <laughs> he ain't going to be shit for a bounty hunter. He he looks too mopey and crybaby to be a bounty hunter to me. Uh, all I know is his mom was really pushing him to do whatever this is. And I think in, in my thought process is he, the way he's talking to her and the way he's looking at her, he's like, I'm not doing that shit, mom. I'm about to go find this dude to ruin my career. You know what I'm saying? Made me have to move back in with my mama because I got fired because I went out. The messed up thing about it, if this dude would have just avoided him, yeah, just did what the, what, what the guy said in the first place, <laughs> none of this shit would have been happening. He would have been cool. But he wanted to be disobedient and not listen. And now it's all messed up. But there was there was a lot of Easter eggs in this. And there was a lot of Easter eggs that not only led from this story, but into some of the other Lucasfilm stories that kind of 
that kind of got me a little thing. And then it was, dude, I do not like how much that they, they compare the Imperials to Nazis. They do a lot of, the Imperials did a lot of Nazi shit. And not I don't know if Nazis, it's just, but like just to totalitarian regimes. So not just Nazis, but like, also well, like, like, so you know how the Nazis, Indian, like communist China, like it's, it's not just Nazis. It's well, you know, Nazis used to, they used to tattoo the Jews. Right. And that, that barcode tattoo that the dude got on his chest, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. That's basically, that's that like a, a fucking like. That's what it's for, you know, and the yeah. Imperials did that shit. And it's like, damn, man, why are you going to use this Nazi shit? You could have branded them with a fucking, I don't know if it's even worse, because then it's, that's American slavery. If you brand somebody, brand <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what they used to do to the slaves, so that's fucked up. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I just wish they could come up with a different concept, you know, on how did they did that. Now, there was also the tattoo on his arm that there's been several different things I've seen online. Some people have said it's something that has to do with Thrawn. And then there's other people that are saying it's the hand of the Emperor or the, the, the hand of Palpatine or hand of the, the whatever you were say, the Emperor's hand. That has to do with them being able to bring Mara Jade into canon. Because the Mamasma in canon didn't have a daughter in t that's an extended universe, and they brought that over into Andor, because she didn't have a daughter in canon. Now she has a daughter in canon. That was expanded, uh, ex um, the extended universe. So Maybe that's it's not her daughter. Uh, they look nothing alike. They don't really look nothing alike. And I ain't gonna know. lie, I wouldn't claim her as my daughter. She's talking to me like that at a dinner table. <laughs> You're about to get pimp slapped. You about to have a busted ass lip talking to me like that? What Chris oh. say up here? Chris oh, said think? I also got a big psycho vibe from him. Yeah, and his yeah. scene like dude is about to break and kill everyone. That's that's I, the biggest vibe I got. It wasn't necessarily well, like oh he's gonna join the empire again. I really think he's gonna snap. He he looks very much like a uh, unstable. <laughs> like, he's either gonna snap and go try to find Andor and like kill Andor, or snap in some other way but he definitely looks I like think he kills his mom go crazy. i feel like he's gonna yeah. kill his mom i think he's gonna kill his mom well i mean before he leaves he's killing his mom too <laughs> i mean she she be she be bugging and bugging and bugging him real bad kinda, I mean, clint said he hates his mom he hates his job i think he's plans to say fuck the empire that could be possible too i don't think so next thing you know that dude's in the in in the rebels because he's like dude everybody else is I, don't think so because said, he, I know this is off topic, but Revan officially canon since he was talked about in the Rise of Skywalker and the Visual yeah. Dictionary. And well, he, he was, was, he was already in, in there. He was Clone already Wars. in it because of uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. So he's oh, been dude. in. He's been in there for a while. Does anybody um, else? Does anybody else like the Karis Nemec guy? Like uh, part of that little Rebel crew? Which one is that? The one that God, took the Kyber, the Sky yeah. Kyber. No, 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 that's, like that's, short that's, guy, curly hair. Oh, the one that's, the one that's, he does the propaganda. Yeah. 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 He's talking I about like the rebel it. propaganda shit. Well, like how about, he's trying to he's inspire rebels. Like, and then he's yeah, trying no. to show that the empire right. is bad and showing that their propaganda of, oh, a safe environment, a safe yeah. galaxy and all that. I love that. I love I when love he was that explaining Because that. it's talking about how the empire rose to power. It's not just talking about how they're winning by force, but that their ideology and how they how they push out their ideology and how they 
uh, police people's thoughts and political beliefs into keeping control. I love I that love conversation. That. I love that because it, it it's true. It's more realistic. No, no government has risen to power by just pure force. No, they rise to power because they infiltrate people's thoughts and minds and they police their ideas. And that's what gives them the ability to rise through force. Right, and I love Cassie Hold up, hold up, hold up, because uh, Chris made a good point. Where are we, where are we at, where are we at? Uh, if, Th if Thrawn showed up in the series, it would be a good way to introduce him for the Ahsoka series. The only problem is we don't know we don't have Thrawn's like we know Thrawn's backstory just because of the books and especially with the last Thrawn series because that's considered canon but the hard part is we don't know the time period it doesn't really give a time period I think during this time period because I know he met Anakin in the original books in the original Thrawn trilogy he meets Anakin but he doesn't come back and join the Empire until well, Vader so it could be it could happen in this time but it doesn't give us a specific time period I know a lot of stuff happened with Thrawn because he had to get kicked out of the ascendancy and you know well that technically he didn't get kicked out they sent him on a mission and then he got picked up and then he had to go join the Empire but then he has to rise to Admiral at this point which he could come in as another uh, not another character but as a different rank maybe but well, i don't know through, i think he it, went through I, so many ranks in the books it wouldn't be hard to put him in there at a certain rank just but, as a, just as a glimpse like a walk by kind of deal like you see thrawn and you have a conversation with him but you don't want to put him like you don't want to shove him in there as a key I, factor I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen for the simple reason because Thrawn was always stuck in the outer rim and, and way outside. He was always doing other shit because he is the only non-human um, uh, person in the Empire. Everybody else in the Empire is human. They don't let a lot of uh, of of different cultures into the empire, and I know when he became admiral, he was the only admiral that was non-human, and right. the the emperor kind of stuck him on the outskirts often, made him do with stuff on the outer rim and shit like that, because he didn't want to be he didn't want to be known he didn't want him to be known like that. So I don't know if we'll see him in Andor. That might be too soon. It's possible, you know. I know there was other people that was in in the empire that was non-human, and you know, a, a couple of stormtroopers from different races or different cultures and or different species. But there wasn't a lot of them. They Chris, you, that's a whole different. Like, I love that you're brainstorming hard. I love that. I love that you'd like to see that. But that would ruin Andor because Thrawn himself is such a good fucking character. He needs his own show. He'd have to have his own show. He is such well, a good character. He, his mental that. intellect and everything and his story, like the book, if you've listened or read the books, he deserves his own show. And that would be cool if you could put the Mopey dude as somebody that was under his command, like that was under Thrawn's command. But at the same time, it would draw the attention away from Gassian. Right. Here's, I agree with you um, for the most part, CJ. The reason I Damn think it. they're not going to bring him in, well, I agree. He, it's because he takes up all the attention. This show is a lot more serious, a lot more thought out, a lot more um, intellectual. I guess until that's a good way to put it. 
a lot more intellectual than the other stuff we've seen from Star Wars, okay? The other stuff, we're, we're very used to like kind of like Dave Filoni or Book of Boba Fett kind of thing where, oh, let's bring up a bunch of like characters and like just ha almost have an orgy of like fan service, you know what I mean? That's what it seems like. And so I feel like this show is a little bit more serious, a little bit more direct, not so much on the fan, not so much pressured on the fan service, but just creating... And, and their fan and that's service... That's why I don't think Ron will be in it. And their well, fan you, service is is the Easter well and yeah and their fan service is the Easter eggs we're getting right the holocrons the action right. figures the right. stuff right. that we're seeing I don't know I if them is that hol better it's I don't know if them as holocrons shadow the rest of the show because of how really big so. they are them fucking things are huge that was that was the Sith holocron next to a Jedi holocron that shit was way too big you got to be able to hold a holocron in your hand you never know though that could be a projector of some sort or it could be just. A scale that shit model is freaking big one. as shit. Uh, scale model, but, but since we're talking about that, I got something to show y'all because this is a very good tie-in to. Oh shit, where'd it go? But like, like I agree with you. Like, they're not trying to do a fan service. They're trying to make a good story, and it, it's fucking great so far. Yeah, this episode was slow, but there was a lot of dialect and a lot of. You can you're seeing character development like that that curly headed kid when he's talking about the propaganda of the empire and how they're my best description is like watching Hitler's speech when he has all the Jews in the front and he has the Jews cheering for him. That is like in my head with everybody cheering for Palpatine and Vader and all that. That's how I took that is like how do you oh yeah. man that is such a good you, photo you don't kyle control by holding a gun to everyone's so no you can't okay this is what i want to i want to point out something to y'all because this is something that, that, that i have that, the sith holocron that's just oversized i think that, that's maybe a the shit is big I, I don't think that i think there might be something else i think those like are just like temple, models some well look right here oh let me look right here i can't see Oops, that's as big that's as the wrong get. way. <laughs> that's as big as it'll get. It won't get no bigger. Really? You see what those are? No, I can't tell. I can't either. Books? I don't fucking know. Shoes? I can't those are see. The new Air Jordans, bro. <laughs> Yo, those are the Nike Elites from uh from uh Back to the Future. Okay. <laughs> I wish I, hey, let me see if I move it over and put it. I'll, let me see if I do it the other way. Here, I'm gonna do it the other way. I was way. like, if you save it in a file, you should be able to zoom in. It is saved in a file. That's the problem. It wouldn't let me zoom in no farther. Chris said, think about it this way. If Andor and then pull off this heist, which they probably will, which is fair, then that's a huge blow to the Empire, and I can see them pulling in a big character to stir the shit up. No, not necessarily, because if you think about it, that blonde-headed chick is on the warpath to figure out this rebel shit. Like they were saying in that room... It's too random to be random. Okay. It's not letting me get it any bigger. I don't know why. Let me see if I go over here and do it. Over here. And further to CJ. Ah, ha, ha, there you go, oh, Kyle. That's good. But I can't move it over there to see him. Yeah, go go down to the bottom where the scroll bar is and scroll over. There All you right. go. Can you see him now? I know it's kind of blurry. Hold on. Let me, let me click my full screen. They look like beetles. Hold on. Them are, from, them are from Indiana Jones. When? Oh, from the second one. Those are the little rock things from India. Oh, my God. I love this. But no, those are 
So that one is just an oversight. I'm going back to the holocrons because we have a zoomed in now. I don't, I feel like these are just models, oversized models of what holocrons used to be. I think there's something, I think. Because that is the exact same style of Sith holocron. Like I have one, like it is the exact same two scale model of one, except for it's overgrown. It's just like the detail. And I don't know why, because a Sith holocron does not necessarily have to be a pyramid. But most of them are though. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Most of them, but they they have Jedi holocrons that are too. And what gets me to make me think that it's not a Sith holocron anyway is because it's blue. I think that's just the lighting from the lights pointing Coming down, down on from the up here. Yeah, because that that's too dark. Like if that if the outside of it, like the the black barriers, I think those are red. I think the blue lights are diluting the color to it. I wish you would just like, I want to know. Like, I wish we could get an actor that was on set in that moment to tell us. Like, yo, bro, what the fuck yeah, was that? that? would be dope. <laughs> but I like the key fact that they just brought Indiana Jones into another Lucasfilms thing that they, they brought it in. I think that that's really, really cool. You know, that they, they, they've been doing a lot of this. Lucas films putting Easter eggs and putting stuff in that has to do with other uh, their other movies or their other franchises, and I think that's kind of cool. Keep it all Lucas film though, but you know what I'm saying. Throw that in there. But uh, damn Garrison. What? And then More just to let everybody down, there's no blue milk in this episode. That's not blue milk. No, that's not blue milk. Oh, that's that milk. was one thing that I did think was funny. The fucking blue milk cereal. and cereal. Yeah, this I thought that was awesome. Oh my god. I was like, the, oh they have cereal. The the but blue and bl- the blue, white, and black cocoa puff looking shit. Yeah, but that's not really blue milk. It's called Dre milk. Which appears in Star Wars is basically the equivalent to Yak's milk. Gross. <laughs> So they're like, it's like a multi-horned goat-like creature seen on uh, Aldani in the last episode. You kind of, I think that you see one. They're ordinarily colored, they're not nothing that's really, but that's what type of milk it is. It's not blue milk. It just looks blue, blue but I'm, I thought <laughs> it was blue berries. milk when I first did it. I was like, really? They put blue milk in? I thought blue milk was alcohol. <laughs> like you put, you put al- I'm like, you put alcohol in your cereal? Y'all really are the thing. Star Wars team leader, he's like, he's eating the flipping crunch berries, the Captain Crunch berries. That's I mean, what it looks like. It was cool. Yeah, I liked it. I thought that that was a cool thing that they bought. See, they gave us a little bit of a bunch of little stuff that kind of that, that drew you in. It drew you into the episode because just like the um, like what's his face was saying earlier about the camera looking thing. That's actually a hyperspace key. It's it, or uh, not a hyperspace key, but it's a um, astral navigation system that he's holding in his hand and he's messing with. It's actually an astral navigation system. That's what they have to put into the ship because that has the coordinates to get them out of the freaking thing. But I thought it was a camera too. I was like, this dude got a camera, a Polaroid. Like they really have a Polaroid in his damn thing. Team leader, I don't think the curly hair boy is gonna betray them. I think he is. Uh, I don't know. He gives me vibes that he likes the propaganda, but he's also um. What what's the fucking um? 
He likes philosophy. Like the philosopher, he's a philosopher type. Where, you know, words mean more to him than actions. Like if he's looking at the words and he's reading them, it, it, it inspires him more than watching somebody do it. Like that's why he was talking about like his memoir. Like he was so like, this is what the rebels are going to read when the, I put this out. This is this is all my stories of how the rebel or the rebellion or whatever the rebels did what they did to become, you know, a galaxy as one instead of under the empire where uh, galactic, you know, we're fucking galactic alliance or whatever. And I like that, but I don't feel like he's. I think he's gonna have a moment where he's conflicted, but I don't think he's gonna portray it. I think confliction's gonna happen, but I don't okay. think betrayal will. I don't know. He, he just seems weird to me. He seems like something wrong with him. I don't know what the hell is. He's, the more, he's a little on the special. Like I'm, I'm just looking at him. Like, dude, what's like, like he might have like some, some, some mental issues. Like, some he might be having ADHD or you know, he might it's be a psycho. Issue. <laughs> <laughs> um. There was three planets that were named dropped in this episode too. Mm-hmm. Which ones were they? Jakku. Yep. Jakku is Ryloth, right? Ryloth. No, Ryloth uh, was last episode. Um, I know Jakku was pulled up because it was a. They were talking about the right. the, the shipment getting Jakku. stolen there. Um, Jakku was Aurelia right. One? Hmm. Aurelia was that one? No. Corsi uh, Prime was one. Yeah. Oh, that's. And then I was getting Pondor all excited. Was the other one? I was getting all excited when I heard. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris got it. Hasi and Prime. So that was kind of cool that they, because now it's like, okay, they're almost like telling you the things that's gonna happen in the future, because we know that the, you know, what I'm saying you got the Battle of Jakku, you got you know what's gonna go on. Hasi and Prime is gonna be destroyed at some point. And Fonder is a major imperial shipyard. And it makes sense that the rebels to steal technology from that planet. So it's like they're kind of telling you to watch these planets because they're going to be rebel hot, hot points at one point in time or another. Mm -hmm. Well, and, the, and what she was saying, they already are, because when she was going over that, those were places where shipments and stuff were stolen from. Like when she said, she's like, the guy says, he's like, these are too random to be random. And that's why she's like, can two more files a piece and then we can go. I feel like this this girl's on a fucking trail, a blazing trail to get that that other Imperial officer in a shitload of trouble. Yeah. I, I feel know. like she's I... going to move up real quick when this gets discovered. Well, and that's another thing. Like I said, we like we stated at the beginning of it, it. It started slow. I mean, it, it was just slow all the way to the end. And then we get this, the, the, the spike, like the point that it elevates. And it, when it elevated, it elevated quickly. And it elevated and it, and it just grabbed your attention. Like, oh, my God, is this dude really going? Is he going to shoot him? What's going what, What's happening? Oh, oh, uh, what, 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 uh. <laughs> and then it was like, and then it gradually it dropped down. And then it was kind of cool because he apologized. And I like the way that Cassian just said, dude, I'm here for the fucking money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not here for any other reason. I'm here for the money. Which I thought was very, very good. You know, I thought the way that that whole, that whole end played out very, very well. I think the pacing was just, I think they should have speeded it up just a little bit. 
if they just speeded up the interactions and, and the things going on, I don't think it would have felt as dry as it did. It just felt dry. It didn't really have, I mean, there was things that caught my attention and, you know, there was there was points that were kind of good, like the little tension that was brought up between my Mothma and, and, and her daughter and, and the husband. That, that was kind of cool at the beginning, kind of gave you a little bit of a rise, like, oh, okay. And then it just kind of dropped off and it just was kind of, it kind of got boring and then all of a sudden we got that good tension again and then it it dropped off to me this was a filler episode but it had to be there because it it's going to make the story make sense it, it gave the story story it, it, it was good storytelling it just i just think that they could have done it a better way so how would you guys rate it if you were to rate this episode uh I would rate it a seven, although it was slow. Um, you guys know me, like slow is not like a total deal breaker for me. As long as it still has direction it's going, it's still giving some development and it has some good themes in it, I still like it. So I'd rank it a seven. Uh, I think I'm going lower than you on that. I think a six. I just I'm, couldn't, it was very hard for, it was very hard for it to, you know, draw my attention or to keep my attention. I kept wanting to do other things like, all right, this is boring. Like I wanted to grab my phone and usually in the, in the last four episodes, I didn't even, there wasn't even a thought of getting my phone or anything else. I was immersed into the, into the world. This episode just didn't do that for me. It just gave me like, everything was good. Like the, and I'm not saying that any of the, like the, and I'm looking at this in a view of, you know, the Foley, the, um, and for anybody who doesn't know what Foley is, that's sound effects. So for the sound effects, the music, the, you know, the 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 dialogue, everything was good. And it, it just, the pacing was off. And that's just, you know, how fast they interact between scenes and what they do in between scenes. It just, it just, it was, it jumped up, went real slow and then jumped back up again. And it just, it lost me in that middle part. So I'm gonna give it a six. CJ. I'm going to give it. I'm honestly, I'm at a seven. I really am. I, I liked it. I liked the story. I loved the curly headed kids. Like I liked his conversation with Cassian. I loved the little bit of action we did get. I liked the feistiness between Cassian and the other guy about the sky crystal, the sky kyber crystal. And Cassian just being like, yo, you really want to know why I'm here? Do you really, really, do you want to know? I'm here to get paid, dude. I'm here to get money. I'm here to make well, money. Well, when the dude says, who are you? Why are you here? And he's like, dude, you know why I'm here. I'm here for the money. I'm, you know who I am. I'm a thief. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I was, I, I, like you were told, I was a hired mercenary, or I was a mercenary. I was brought in for this. And then, you know. But I like I I just liked the story. Like it gave us a little bit of drama, gave us a little bit of heartfelt stuff. You know, the the disconnect between her daughter and her and her husband, and then it shot over to Depresso Expresso, former security agent, and what is going to happen with him. Like I liked it enough to give it a seven. I'm I can't drop down to six because it wasn't that bland. If we didn't get that little bit of an argument with Cassian or the the conversations about just the, the 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 heists with that imperial officer and the stuff with um 
can't think of his name. The guy that owns the antique shop. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good part too. I liked that, and that I think that like and at the end, that's what sealed it for me to say it's a seven. Just that moment alone, where he's he's full of anxiety, not knowing what the hell is going to happen, and nobody's radioed him. Well, I loved that part. The first episode, like, no, 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 on no, no, IMDb, no, no. I think, or yeah, IMDb, I think they used the, the tomato meter. It had eight eight point seven. And then um, it went 8.7. The second one was like 8.4 or 8.2 or 8 or something like that. Third one was like 8.3, 8. They went down basically on every episode. Huh. So I'm thinking, and which is not a bad thing, because when you when you want to draw in, draw people in for the climax of whatever the situation may be, you usually do allow it to drop down to jump back up. Because I thought episode four was really good. Episode four actually rated the the worst one, and I was like, dude, I thought episode four was great. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoyed episode four, but episode one, I know why it got number one. You had a lot more action in it, you know, and and nowadays action is what really serves the purpose of the people. People want to see a lot of action um, and and we're kind of used to seeing a lot of action. So when you don't see some, when you see a story being told, you're like, what's going on? What's happening? Like, because most people don't pay attention. They want to just see that big action scene. And but so Clint says six, Chris says seven, Star Wars team leader says six. So six, seven. Hence my six for last week's episode. You really said six for last week? I liked last week's episode. I thought yeah, last, last week's episode week, was like one of the best had, episodes. Yeah, we ranked eight across the board last week. So Yeah, I, I, I really like last week's episode. I think three probably out of all the episodes is probably my favorite. Three and one. One was weird. You ranked four the highest. Oh yeah, but I don't know. I like four. I I really like four. I did it overall. So I, you know, when. Yeah. Overall, it was I it was flawless. It. That was a flawless thing. So, yeah. I I caught things in in one and three that threw off some situations, little little things, but. That's probably why I rated them lower, but like, watch. I don't know. I like it. So far, I've liked them all. I like this one. It just did wasn't. I don't know. Like that dry moment in the middle was just kind of just right. like, God, God, is this gonna go off soon? Something gonna happen? They go get blown up? I thought that when that Tie Fighter was coming, you know, they, we was gonna get some action when that Tie Fighter was coming, but then right. everybody just hid, and you know, saying it wasn't shit. So I don't know. The week by week release is weird. But because uh, I've rewatched them, and overall, I'm really enjoying the show. So, yeah, me too. Halfway. I'm enjoying it way more than I, I thought I would. Yeah, this is honestly one of my favorite uh, shows that Star Wars has come out with recently for a long time. Yeah, it's um, definitely better than Obi Wan Kenobi and. This Book is gonna sound. Before. This is gonna sound like terrible. You guys are gonna disagree with me, but like, I'm liking it more than Mandalorian right now. I'm not. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not putting it there. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian, is there. Shit. Mandalorian is a better show so far. I'll grant you that. Mandalorian is better, but for me personally, just kind of the stuff going on in the show is stuff that I've always really wanted to see in Star Wars, and so that's yeah. why for me, I I'm really liking it. Well, it's just like okay, so like yo, you're about to get attacked in the chat. It's and that's one of the things that a lot of people because you guys aren't like 
deep enough. Well, that's one of the things that a lot of people, because a lot of people didn't like the book Brotherhood, and I really like the book Brotherhood. It's it. not like I'm already on in the other podcasts. Well, I'm already up to chapter 17, and there's like no action, like none really in this entire 17 chapters that I. But we learn about the first time that uh, Asaz Ventress meets uh, Obi-Wan, the introduction of Asaz Ventress, how Anakin tells uh, Palpatine about the killing the Sand people and his mom dying. So the information is what makes me like it because this is all things that I wanted to know about. And now learning about them, I'm like, holy shit, this is great. I can tell by my my listens that a lot of people don't like it because my listens drop drastically going from like Bane to this book. But it's like I think it's crazy because I enjoyed it so much. I went out and bought the fucking hardcover. Like I have it on Audible and the hardcover. Like that's how much I liked that book. But I do say on every episode, like, dude, I so wish that some action would happen. Like, Jesus Christ, this is driving me crazy. There's like no action at all. <laughs> no, none. Like, Jesus, we're 17 chapters in. And there ain't no action at all. There's not shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but a lot of the information that I wanted to know is in this book. Like, when Asajj came into the picture, like, you know, what? Like, I know how because I, I listen to Dooku. I know how she comes into things, but it doesn't ever explain, like, when she, like, shows up in the war. Like, after, you know, after um, he takes Dooku as his apprentice and is it, you know, I, it doesn't say none of that stuff in Dooku. So to find out when she comes in and then the way she acts with him like cause she he doesn't know she's four sensitive and she's flirting with him and shit like she always <laughs> did in the Clone Wars she trying to flirt with you and then try to kill you you know what I'm saying that's she a want that Kenobi, she want that Kenobi she wants that Kenobi dick before she kills him Clinton says to be honest Kyle, I'm waiting till the end to listen to it so I can listen to the whole thing yeah <laughs> a lot there. of people that's, do that that's, that's the last I, th- I did that the first time I, I like started, la- when I started listening that's what the, I did yeah the last episode is always my my banger episode but it, it drastically dropped from what I usually get I'm usually in the 100,000 listens and I'm down in like the 10s 20s so <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> But it, I mean, it's just, it, that's the way thing. Everybody's not going to like everything. That's the cool, that's the one thing that I always, be, I've been trying to, 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 to preach, I guess, since the beginning of me starting all the podcasts was we don't have to, everybody don't have to like it. There's people out there that don't even like Star Wars, which I don't know why they're crazy. Star Wars is the greatest thing ever. But, you know, as individuals, we're allowed not to like stuff. Like, everybody, like, like I got way more listens to Bane than I did Revan. And I don't know if it's just more people knew about Revan and they didn't know about Bane, but I got way more listens. I, I got a couple episodes that was just freaking just giant. Like, holy shit. But it's just... That's that. That's where the key comes in. You know, people are allowed to like things at that. And I'm, I'm, if I like it, I'm going to talk about it. Just like on this episode, if I like some, or if I dislike it, and I think that it needs to be talked about, then I'm going to talk about it. That's that's why we have the. I wouldn't say we have freedom of speech because that's kind of bullshit anymore. But you know, what I'm saying that we have the the right to express our opinions, and I think as Star Wars fans, we should be able to do that. I know there's people out there, and I've heard, I've seen the comments. People hate Andor. Like, dude, you hate Andor? What's wrong with you? Like, you smoking crack? You know what I'm saying? But you had the right to do well, that. 
And if the people hate it, like, that's cool. That's up to you. I'm sorry your mental intellect isn't as high as ours is, but I wish you the best, and I hope when that children's show comes out, you enjoy it. Because yeah, that's what you're shooting for. So We are in a time period that there is so much Star Wars that you can consume that, like, you don't have to like everything. I don't know. I'm not going to say I dislike anything because I don't dislike anything. I think that they could have done way better on Kenobi and Book of Boba Fett, but I still enjoy watching them. Oh, yeah. I just, that's what I don't get. I get when people say, I hate this show. What the fuck you mean you hate the show? Like, what the hell? You hate it. How can you hate it? Like, dude, it's Star Wars. I don't hate nothing in Star Wars. I bullshit, just, bullshit. I hate Book of Boba Fett. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just, I'll probably never watch it again. I watched it like five times and I'll never watch it again. I, I gave it the due, due diligence. I watched it multiple times and I said, okay, it didn't ever really get better. I mean, some things got better, but it didn't really get that much better. But I'll probably never watch it again. I'm lying because I say that and then I'll go back and watch it again and be like, oh, I'll see something I didn't see before. I'm just that type of person. Like, there's nothing. Okay, I'm lying. I'm lying, everybody, because the holiday special, I fucking hate the holiday special. They need to burn that (laughs) motherfucker. That is not even Star Wars. (laughs) They need to burn that shit. I I don't know if that one counts. And I hate the Ewok show. That fucking shit was stupid. Hey, my kids enjoy that. Hey, fuck that Ewok show. That shit is dumb as fuck. Don't nobody like Ewoks. (laughs) Fucking Ewoks, little fucking... The little teddy bears that can fucking kill you. Fuck them little bastards. Try to eat you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that has to do with Ewoks, I don't like that shit. I'll take Jaja Binks over some fucking Ewoks. That motherfucker's so retarded, he'll save your life. Um, We got any news and rumors? Or news? Dude. I oh. couldn't find anything. Wait, Nothing. We do have we, we do have one thing. I, I know we have one thing because uh, uh, CJ sent it to me. So let me. Oh, yeah, that. Let, let That's me, it. Let, let, <laughs> I know there's some more news and rumors out there. Y'all look while I do this. Share screen. There is a new poster out for right, right. Tales of a Jedi, and this shit is pretty badass. I like. I like. I told Kyle. I was like, if they could take Tales of the Jedi off the bottom of it and just give me that Jedi Order logo, I'd hang that bitch up on a wall. Like Dude, that is he, a dope that, photo. The way that it, the way that it makes the logo and it has all the characters in it, uh, dude, that shit is dope. It does look sick. That, that might be my new screensaver on my phone. <laughs> I just, for me, it's like with all the stuff that we're hearing about it, it bums me out that it's so little. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. Well, I feel like, like this is a series. But I also feel like this is a tester trial for stuff like this. Because Maybe. if people demand more Dooku, I feel like they'll give us more. You well, know. look at look at um, uh, what is it? The um, because oh, what is the what's what's the name of the other visions? Yeah. Uh, now they're coming out with a season two or uh, the second a second season of visions because there was enough of people that liked it. That's what and, I'm saying. So I feel like with this because like Ahsoka, Ahsoka got such a bad rap in the beginning with the Clone Wars movie and the first season of Clone Wars. Nobody liked her. Now she's one of the most beloved characters in Star Wars. Like, she is in the top 10 most beloved characters. She's even in the top five right now. Like, I've looked at rankings yeah. on different yeah. websites. She's in the top five. In at least that's what I was going to say earlier. Websites, she's like 
four out of the six that I've seen. But at the that's same what time, I was gonna. The only people that like her are the people who watch Clone Wars. Uh, I don't know. I liked her because I watched Rebels. Like her. I, I mean, well, Rebels. I watched Clone Wars too. So I my daughter didn't Clone know who Wars Ahsoka movie. was until we watched um, Mandalorian season two. She didn't know who that was. She got excited, and then I yeah. turned her on to Clone Wars. So I feel like this, like I feel like this is a tester, and we're gonna get like Mace Windu and another character for a season two of it, and then it's gonna get bigger and bigger as it goes. I really do. It's just I think it's a tester to see what this is like, because you could do Tales of a Sith next, or like a season two. You can get like Sidious and Maul, like the beginning of Maul and the beginning of Sidious kind of shit, you know? It'd be smart. It'd be fucking genius if Disney did that. Uh, hold on, hold on. Chris said he saw a video today about Tales of a Jedi that there was a theory that Anakin had a vision of Order 66, and that's why he trained Ahsoka with clones surrounding her and shooting at her. Dude, that's that. That's a good philosophy or a good a good theory. That is definitely a good theory. Cause why would why would you train with clones shooting at you? If I, I don't think it's because of the clones though. I think it's because of the stun bolts because they're using stun bolts. And what's but the easiest what way to drop a Jedi? That, if he had a vision of that, then he would know that Order 66 was going to happen. He might not know the scenario of what's going to happen. Maybe he just had a vision of, you know, clones shooting at her. And he might not know that it was Order 66 or, you know, that it, what was happening. He just seen, had a vision of clones shooting at her. So he had them trained that way so she could get out of that situation. Because she does get out of that situation. Oh, I know. She gets... she. Takes Rex and but something else that I wanted to bring up too was the fact when we was talking about Thrawn earlier and Thrawn showing up in Andor. I think the reason that they have to bring Thrawn out in Ahsoka is because, like you said, he's such a major character that you have to have another major character in order to, you know, balance it. Balance it out. So I don't think, you know, Andor is not that much of a he's not that major of a character to bring somebody like Thrawn in. Thrawn is going to captivate the audience. Everybody's going to know what's going on with Thrawn. And I, I, I just don't see that happening. I, I, I do see maybe Vader showing up quickly. And I think that's going to happen because, you know, they already had him in costume. They already had him there. They could have shot the scenes and it would have been real simple. Oh, yeah, it would have been quick. And and we know that they did that with the Mandalorian because they were shooting stuff for the book of Boba Fett when they were filming Mandalorian. So I think there's a I, th- I I really don't think that Thrawn is going to show up in 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 this series. I don't think they I think he's too powerful of a character, and he's from Rebels. A lot of fans and from the books because they've been pushing they push the books and then this big Rebel recap stuff that they've been doing. A lot of people been going over Rebels to teach people about who Thrawn is. I think Thrawn is going to be too too big of a character to bring out in Andor. I don't think Disney would do that. And if they did, it would be kind of like a teaser at the end of doing Andor, you know, right before it leads into Rogue One. I feel like when they do the last season, you you could get a teaser of him. It would be smart. I'm full of shit. I'm full of shit because we have Thrawn in Rebels, so we know that he's around. Yeah. And he's already an admiral at this point. He's already got to, he's already Grand Admiral Thrawn at this point. So, or at least 
the Admiral Thrawn right now. He might not be Grand Admiral. But we know that Rebels is going on at the same time that Andor is going on. They're at the exact same time. So it's possible that he could show up. And like I said, though, I think I don't think they'll bring him in drastically. I think it'll be like an end of the season, the last season of Andor before it goes into Rogue One. I feel like we'll get that moment where it's Vader, Thrawn and Palpatine in a room. And it's a conversation of what the hell? Why isn't anything happening? And Palpatine's mad at Vader. He's scolding Thrawn. It's going to be like like we've read in the books, you know, Palpatine's like, hey, I hold you at a higher standard. You're the only person that I've given this rank to. Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Kind of deal, you know? Or even even at the end of the second season, because we don't know how far this is going to go. Well, it they, would be they, nice they, to have that moment because it'll seasons. throw him in. It'll be nice to throw him in there because it'll give us that launch for Ahsoka, you know? Because everybody be like, think, oh, Ahsoka, oh, Ahsoka, and they'll be waiting for that. It'll it'll build the anticipation that we want for Ahsoka, you know? I think that, I definitely think that, that there's a possibility that, that he might, because I wasn't thinking earlier, I'm thinking, you know, but he's, I mean, Lothal is an out of rim planet, so. Ooh. Did you see Team Leader's comment? What? You could have a could meeting have. Lucian for a, some sort of art he's got. Yeah, that would be amazing. That like trying to test out to see whether or not he's the one that's um um he's the one that's leading the 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 rebels or he's the one. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. could that could definitely happen because that would coincide wow. with him being an art dealer. Like, why did they make him an art dealer? He could have been anything. Why did they make him an art dealer? So that makes sense. I don't know, Chris. I think you might be on to something. I don't know. I think you definitely I, might I be on. I prefer not to see him, but that's just me. But it's definitely something that could happen because, and if it did, and you know that they they basically been bringing in other characters that they know that they're going to make series or about or something that they're somebody's going to be in a series that they promote from one uh, from one series to the next. So it's definitely something that could happen. I mean, we could see Obi-Wan in here. I don't know. My my only thing was like Book of Boba Fett was very heavy on like fan service and bringing in different characters. And it sucked as a show. So I'm a little bit hesitant on bringing in all these different characters for fan service. It's just I don't. This is one thing because the the graininess and the the, uh, the way that they're shooting the film. You know, it's not what you would consider like high definition even though you could watch it in high definition but you know it's like grainy and it's it's it, it's dark yeah it's dark. and it's you got somebody like thrawn you can't bring thrawn into a series like this him being so bright and colorful especially because it would change his look when they put him in Ahsoka because well, Ahsoka is right, going to be more like right. the book of Boba Fett and and Kenobi is going to be brighter and it's going right. to be way more flashier because it's Ahsoka and it's Thrawn and they're going to do they're going to bring that 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 big big movie feel to those this is more like Andor is just a little bit more so I don't I don't know how they will be able to do it yeah, yeah I agree with that and also in Andor you see uh, one of the things I've noticed is there's a lot less 
of like alien species. Most of the characters are human. There's very, there's a lot fewer like alien species than there have been in other Star Wars things. So far, due to the more yeah, but I think it's also due to the more dark and like gritty feel of the cinematography. Well, and you also got to think though, Palpatine has such a disdain for aliens. For for right. them to bring so on an alien with the themes they're using, they would have a lot of aliens in the rebellion. No, if you think about it, though, at the same time, Palpatine has such a distaste that he doesn't trust them. He doesn't like he's mm-hmm. he's got soldiers keeping eyes out on him. Like, what's the first thing? Well, he, like, he, he conquered Ryloth, enslaved them, conquered the yeah. Wookiees, enslaved them. But I don't know if it's. I think he goes after the the species that are most powerful. That's who, you know, somebody that could cause problems for him. That's who he goes off. You got to remember, man, we're talking about Palpatine here, man. Palpatine is smart. He is the most conniving and just wise person that's, that's, that's ever been, like, in a Sith Lord. But like, like, like I was saying, though... Um, I feel like with his disdain, though, would you wouldn't you think like he would have soldiers keeping an eye on aliens because he's so they he's it's so known that he doesn't like them. He would know that they would want to turn and do things. That's why I want a story on Palpatine. I want to know why. I would like I want to know a story why. on Palpatine. Yeah, I want to know why he he has this distaste for a, uh, aliens. Like, was it something that the Gungans did to him? <laughs> he know, was that. touched by a Jar Jar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really <laughs> want to know. I think that that would be a good series to like see young Palpatine. Show me on this doll where the Gungan touched you. <laughs> but I just, I, I just, it's not that they can't do it. I just think it's going to take away from Thrawn if they do it. Because, like I said, this is like grainy. It's, it, you know, they use a lot of background blur, and everybody's real dark, and you know they're dirty, and it's it's a rough time. And then you bring in this, even in even in the scenes where they have like it, when they're in the imperial um, in the imperial buildings, it's still dark, and it's it, it's it's not the same. You know, they they're real pale looking, and then you bring this high flashy blue guy, blue guy because they're gonna have to do that when they bring him into Ahsoka because Ahsoka's being filmed like Mandalorian and, and Book of Boba Fett and the Kenobi series that's something that's being done by John Favreau and Dave Filoni so unless they're gonna draw back on their, that high flashiness and, and, and all the stuff that they do in the book bright colors and everything that they use in there and make it more dull for Ahsoka, bringing Thrawn into this and dulling him down and then putting him in Ahsoka is going to just like, what, what, what happened? Like, even if it's the same actor, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause an infliction, which, you know, so far we've seen that they don't really care because, I mean, we watched the whole Obi-Wan Kenobi series just camera shake the whole damn time. Mm-hmm. You know, so... It's, I don't know how they're going to do it. it I mean, me, it's possible. Anything is possible. I just feel like Andor is a very different series um, than all the other Star Wars ones. And so that's because it's so different, because it's got a completely different director. It's, well, the, it relies Tony Gilroy said that. He said he was right. like, I am trying to make a Star Wars that's different than the other stuff. That he was like, it's new. And so far, it's, it's new. And he's using. I love it. 
He's using all old techniques. If you watch everything he's doing, he's using like, you know, George Lucas beginning techniques, Steven right. Spielberg techniques. Um, you know, he's using like, let your imagination imagine what they're going through at the time, yeah. you know. Well, because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to add a bunch of special effects. You just need a good story. And I and think that's, that's something what Star Wars has forgotten with the last couple of things. And now it's coming back to it. Let's have a good story. The other stuff comes secondary. And I mean, he, he's doing everything. You have a good story. We can like, when you watch most movies nowadays, they don't shoot over the shoulder no more. Right. You know, now you, you see the other character there. You get that sense that they're talking to somebody and a lot of stuff that they don't do that no more. They don't have the the person's shoulder in the shot when they're when they when they got the camera going over to give you that feel that you're standing behind them. And he's doing all that stuff and he's doing a spectacular job at it. Like it's really good to film the cinematography on here and everything all that I've seen so far has been excellent. He's done a, a great job. The, just overall, you know what what they're doing. That's what's that's what's what making me wonder, like what direction. I mean, this is like the first one that I kind of couldn't figure out what was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what's gonna happen next, and that's exciting for me. You know, the other ones I kind of knew what was gonna happen, and you know I could kind of predict what was gonna what was gonna happen. I mean, several times I did predict what was gonna happen, and it was just because you kind of knew what was going to happen. I mean, it wasn't too hard to figure it out. This has kind of left me in a position where I don't know what's going to happen. And that is like, excites me even more. It builds up that tension. And I can't wait to see the next thing, even though it's not like, you know, big explosions and a whole bunch of shit going on. You know, the story is captivated me. And that's something that I do like. I do like that. But that was something that, you know, even the Mandalorian, even though it was brighter and stuff, the Mandalorian was like that. I didn't really know what was going to happen next with the Mandalorian. We just knew he had a goal. We didn't know what was going to happen and how he was going to get there. Chris said, maybe I can see your opinion on keeping Thrawn out of Andor, but I feel like they need to introduce... And prior to Ahsoka, people who have didn't watch Rebels are not going to understand how diabolical he is. That's a good point. I don't know. We're going to have to see what's going to happen because I don't know at this point. But it is a good theory. That would be that would be excellent if they did that. I just don't know how they would do it. Or they could bring him out. I mean, because he could show up in the Bad Batch. He could show up in, you know, in the Mandalorian to lead into Ahsoka. I think it would probably be more likely that he shows up in Mandalorian. Then I then in Andor, but because you got to think if they did bring him in and they bring in a high profile character like that, I think it would be something that would be maybe second season and second season ain't coming out till 2024. And I think it comes out after Ahsoka does. I think it's November 2024. So Ahsoka would already be out. Mm -hmm. So it would be point. I mean, if they bought him in in that season, it would be pointless. I mean, it wouldn't be pointless. It would be good, but it would be, I don't think that they'll do it in this season. I think Vader will be the person that they bring in and Palpatine are the, the two people that they're going to bring in, in in Andor. And they might bring in maybe like Hera or somebody like that or, you know, Kane in. Somebody like that that's from, from Rebel something, somebody that's in that time period. You know, maybe interaction like that. I'm pretty sure we're going to see C-3PO and R2 in here at least once. Um, just because from what I, my understanding, because I've tried to contact uh, 
um, what's his name? Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels to come on the show. Um, I, I reached out to his talent agent and uh, basically they said he's real busy right now. So that could have just been blowing us off or he could really been busy right now. And if he is, he might been shooting something or or they're doing post editing. I know he does a lot of post editing for stuff and he might be post editing and shooting for. And he does go into the booth and do his own voice acting. So he might. I think because they're shooting season two of Andor now, so I think that he might be doing that. So I have a feeling we're going to see him in that. Um, I don't know. I think I, it, it's crazy. I don't know what I. I really don't know what's going to happen. I try to predict stuff with this, but I <laughs> I'm at a draw because I don't know. I mean, I know that they're going to go try to you know conquer this this base and steal this money. I know that my Mothra at some point is going to sit down and have dinner with a bunch of damn people that she hates. I know them two things is going to happen because it kind of led up to that. But I couldn't tell you where the season is going. Like what's going to be the the outcome of the season. I know we know what the end. I think that's something that Tony that when Tony was writing this I think that that's something that he wanted we all know the ending we all know that they die after um, Rogue One <laughs> they all die. All so we all know that but to keep us wondering what's how he got there and every episode gets done and you're still wondering how does this how does this dude end up at, at, at Rogue One I mean how does he end up dying at the end of Rogue One that's amazing that's amazing writing that is very good writing and as long as he can keep doing that I think it's going to be a great series I really do but it is only it is only set up for two series two seasons and it's already written and already they're filming season two right now and it's it's written to end right at the beginning of Rogue One at the, at the end of season two. So we're only getting two seasons of Andor. That's already been out there. That's already, Tony's already said that. Um, Which I have no problem with because if you keep pushing it, it's going to bunch up a lot and it's not going to be well, good writing. It, well, this is the thing too. You don't need, you're getting 12 episodes per season. It's 24 yeah. total episodes. So instead of like, you know, like the, the you know, the Mandalorian, they did what? They was doing eight, I think. What was it, 8, 12, 16? How many was that? I don't remember how many. But then you got like, you know, you got like Book of Boba Fett was six. Obi-Wan Kenobi was six. So it's not really that. They're not trying to ram everything into, you know, this thing. They're actually telling the story over a long period of time. So I think that it's just going to be a lot that's why it's so much better because they have so much more time to tell us the information that we need to know and the things that we want to learn. So, and it's way easier for them to write, write the stories in a way that, or write the story in a way that keeps us guessing. And that's the great thing. And I hope they leave us with some, some, some more plot holes in this area. So they can come back later on and fill with some other series and fill those plot holes. Uh, that's one of the thing, things that, that I'm going to enjoy. Leave me some plot holes somewhere. So when they can bring out another series, you know, Bro, within the Andor, you know, it might be Ma Mothra. Ma Mothra. <laughs> uh, I can't say that shit. Ma Mothra. It might be hers. Don't give me plot holes. Maybe give me questions to explore, but don't give me plot holes. I like plot holes. 
I do. I like do. Those. I do to an extent. Like if they're they're good ones, where it's I'm like fine with I wonder, or like ideas, or themes, or like different characters to explore, but plot holes. No, plot holes are not good. If they're properly placed, that leads to a good series. I'll take it. But if they're they're terribly placed to a point where it's like what. The fuck did you just leave me to sit here and wonder for another four years? Honestly, it's going to take you four years to do this. I would love a story <laughs> about um, what's his face, uh, Leia's dad. Oh, oh Bail Organa. I would I love a story love to see Jimmy Smiths in a I whole love series for himself. To, to see his entire story from where it's, where it left off at Empire Strikes. I mean, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, leading all the way up until. Alderaan blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would love to see all the things that he's doing. Because we don't really know what he's doing. We know he's doing stuff for the rebellion, but we really don't know. We've seen him a few, time, few times in Rebels. We've seen him at the end of Revenge of the Sith. We've seen him we a couple him times in Kenobi. in Kenobi. But we don't really know what he's doing. That's something that's always I always wanted to know. So I would love to see a series about Bell. Like all the stuff he's doing in the background. And how he if he is he communicating with Yoda? Is he communicating with Obi-Wan? Is you know, what is he doing? Like is he helping other Jedi? You know, escape the 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 imperial rule. I would love to see all that stuff because we know he, he, him and Ahsoka hook up at some point because she becomes Fulcrum and she's getting all her information from him. So you know, we know these things, but I would love to see like all the rest of the details. I think that that would be a, a, a great series, and they could run that series for a minute because we don't know shit about Bell right now. We don't know nothing really about Bell. We just know little little bits and pieces. And I think that that, and he's a great character. He is a good character for Star Wars. Because that would be good because when it didn't, it wouldn't all have to be about the force. It could be about the rebellion. But then you have the Jedi in there and you have the Jedi helping the rebellion and he just has brings them in real quick, has them do a quick little thing and then shifts them back out and hides them again. You know, that would be such a great story to tell. We should start writing that. Literally, yeah, we should. I think we should do that and we could send it to Disney and literally it, it could just be called Organa. And we could have Quinlan Boss because we got we got his name on that wall in Kenobi, and yep. we got a bunch of other Jedi. There could be a lot the, of them. There could yeah. be a lot of Jedi's that survived Order sixty six that he helped. Well, escape we saw and, that little Wookiee Jedi in the trailer for season two of Bad Batch. Yeah, I would love to see the add-ons, and like I would love to see if Bail was a part of the rescue mission that got like all those Jedi's out with like Grogu and shit, like just stuff like that, where it can tie into the universe would be beautiful. Yeah, that would be like how they did um, Hazi and Prime. How they're all just sitting there watching the beam come at them. Blue, and then they just yeah. blow up. Like he just hugs his wife. They're all old as shit. That would be great. <laughs> that, that, that would, would be, be good, great. That would be, be a, a great, great story. It would be a good story to tell. Because I like, know like so, in the interviews And that's with the Jimmy crazy Smith. thing. There's so much stuff. I, I, I'm still waiting on him to go back to the Old Republic. I know there's so many good stories in the Old Republic that they could tell. That's well, that's my biggest that's my biggest point is that there's so much they have so much information and now that Kathleen Kennedy has opened up the doors for them to bring in the expanded universe into canon. There's so many stories that they could tell, like 
it would just be great. It would be like some of the most amazing stories that they could do by going back to the old Republic or the high Republic time and talk about something, tell us some of these stories. You know, they could do series about that or movies about that. I'm just, I don't know why they keep trying to push for after or in between when they have this whole before that they could explore. I think that they're really trying to get, that they're really trying to stay away from force and, you know, just give it a little bit, you know, like in the, I think in the Mandalorian, there was just enough there that made it, made it Star Wars, but it also gave us its own entity. And I think that that's what Disney is trying to do, which I hope that they say, they see that, you know, Star Wars fans, you know, we, we love it all. You know, I love the Mandalorian, but I also love watching a Jedi and Sith bang it out. You know, that's that's some dope shit. <laughs> so, you know, I, I hope that they can go one way or another or they can do it all. You know, I hope that I hope that they can do it all. I can't I can't, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I would lose my shit because they already had him there for Kenobi. If they had Jimmy Smith's in Andor, I would lose it because that would be a perfect way to give us a Bill Organa story right there. Yeah. It just segues. Boom. And it could show us what he's doing with Leia in that time period, like helping her and showing her things. Yeah, we, can get the I mean, teenage, that... we can get the teenage angsty fucking Leia and we, <laughs> her doing sketchy well, then we, we We could also get that could be a perfect point plot point to explain how Leia lost her memory and didn't remember Obi-Wan. Boom. Door opens. You know, they, they right could there. explain that. I mean, man, dude, that, why that don't we be... work for Disney? What the hell is going on here? Because we didn't we didn't go to college and well, I went to college, but, you know, I didn't, go, I, didn't go, I, didn't go, <laughs> I didn't go for the things that I was supposed to go for. And I didn't move to California and try to be an actor or, or a director or something. Well, if Disney watches this, you can ooh, hire us. Oh, oh! Do you think Bell would be at Mom Mothra's dinner? That's what I said. That's what you said. Well, Chris, that's said what it. I was talking about. Oh, I, I read Chris's that. comment. I didn't see that you said it. I'm sorry. That's what I, I, I read that, and that's how that's what led to the whole door opening for. Because yeah. they already had Jimmy oh, okay, Smith okay, and okay, Kenobi. Okay, 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 okay. That would be cool. That would be cool. I, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things that they could do. I really do. I think there's a lot of things that they could do within the Star Wars universe or, or the Star Wars galaxy or whatever you want to call it that just would be awesome to do. But we it have to see. It would be a door opener. We have to. We we really have to see what their what their plans on what their what their whole. Um... No, no, I'm holding my I'm holding my breath. That's all I'm doing. Because what I don't the think hell? they'll go okay. into that. Yeah, I was going to go into I looked at the news, but the first post was apparently it's not hard to include queer people in the Star Wars. Who knew? That was the first post. <laughs> like, what? What are y'all talking about? Like, uh, like who, who cares? What, can, I don't what, give a community, what community's mad now? That's all I think about mm-hmm. every time I see something. What community's pissed off because the Star Wars universe didn't do anything for them? Get over it. It'll happen or it won't. You cannot force your way into things. You can like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and hope that it happens. But you can't just be force a good your actor. I don't give a shit if you're gay or not. 
Yeah. Be a good actor. Play the part. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, what you do when you lead a, lead a thing, I don't get That's not my personal life. I don't care. And even, even like, even di- like exploring different sexualities within the storyline. I don't care. If it happens, like, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it does not fit in that moment, do not get pissed off. Plain and simple. If it is not fitting well, in the storyline. I'm line, pretty sure a lot of the aliens are asexual, so they can just do it whoever they boom. want to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't think it really matters. There, there's a lot of shims out there. You know what I'm saying? Still, and and like, star in different species. So like, I don't care about none of it. Is the story good? That's, are you a good actor? Is the story good? That's all I care about. Right. Like that's it. That's I don't care. That that's the like that stuff don't bother me. I don't know. There's so many people in the world that's they're, they're so captivated by oh it has to be this way, it has to be this. Dude, I don't care what you do. Once you go behind doors in your house or you know what I'm saying, if you're with your person and you're doing whatever you're doing, I don't care. It, it, that's not affecting me at all. So I don't understand why people get upset about it. I do understand that to a certain point why we should be getting upset about a lot of it. That just overall, just because of the way that. So I got a, I got a couple friends, some African friends, and they moved back to Africa, and they say we're the laughing stock of the world. They say America is the laughing stock. They think we a bunch of homosexuals and that. They don't know who we are and all kind of stuff. That's why all these other countries have been acting crazy with us, because basically that's what they see on TV. That's what they see in, in on Instagram and TikTok and in the news and stuff. So now they think we are weak. And it's crazy. They basically said that they went back over there and they got called all kind of names for just coming over here to go and living over here for a while. And they went back and they got called all kind of names, got treated all kind of bad because they lived over here. Because in most countries, that shit is not acceptable. Crazy place. This world is a crazy place. It is. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not going to try to solve all the world's problems. I'm not either. I I just. You know what solves all the world's problems? Fucking Star Wars. Just watch it. (laughs) No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Think about it. I'm serious, though. Think about it. You will learn. Well, that's That's what I'm saying. Qualifier in there. (laughs) Well, yeah, good stars, but you still learn about love, acceptance, and how bad people are bad. Yeah, and fighting for. Yeah, just fucking watch Star Wars. Simple. It's easy. The door opens. It'll teach you a lot about life. Well, this is the thing. Most of the stuff that has to do with going on in the world has nothing to do with normal people like us. It has to do with one person trying to see whose stuff is bigger. <laughs> that's all it is. All right. that, 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 that's all it is. There's one guy. Anything before we get way off topic? Yeah, any more news? Hey, that's the only thing I've seen. Okay. Mark Hamill explains okay. why Star Wars came up in controversy in Ukraine. What the hell does Star Wars have to do with Ukraine? What the hell is going on, man? I don't even want to look at the news right now. <laughs> like, I got, I got gay people, Star Wars in Ukraine. Like, what, what does Star Wars have to do with the war in Ukraine? What, what, what's going on? Andor approves upon one common issue in recent Star Wars shows. Uh, it has a story. <laughs> it's not hard to to, to depict that. Um, it says trick or treat awaits the Star Wars, the Mandalorian costumes. 
Oh, and they're amazing. If you haven't went to the Halloween store, they are freaking awesome. They look great. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm gonna share this. So we're gonna laugh for a minute. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I need my safe space. Okay, 10 memes that perfectly sum up Sabine Rams as a character. Real, real talk though. <laughs> real talk though. Sleeps in the bed in his home for five years. Wow. Oh. Hey, that was only one. What are you talking about? Oh, continue, continue reading. I might fix it. Oh, um, that's the only picture. That's the only one. That's the rest BS. of them you gotta read. I can't. I'm not reading all this. I don't want to read them. I thought it was like multiple. That doesn't give us anything. Yeah, that sucked. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Ooh. Okay, so I guess we're done. <laughs> I guess we're finished. Because <laughs> there's just nothing. That, there's no real news that nothing that really, really shows anything on here that I see this any, like, everything's, you know, stuff that we just discussed about Andor and some gay stuff and, you know, Star Wars helping or hurting uh, Ukraine. But short said it it should sound like the cantina band what the hell does that mean i don't know you tell me i don't know <laughs> this collection art commander has figure set for collection con launch i guess that's a move but you'll probably cover that on saturday i think it's time to end i think it's time for me to take a dump so I really <laughs> <laughs> okay so you guys didn't get the the intro but at least we can give you his outro i got that I'm who's hitting the that. button so the i'm ready for hitting the hold button. on don't hit the button yet kyle's gonna do his I'm outro first yeah i could do it i i'm gotta be the one to always do the outro one of y'all can do the shit i'm ready, well, I'm ready thanks for, for joining Thanks for tuning in. Remember always to hit that like, subscribe, hit the bell notifications, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the fun stuff. Remember, peace, love, and may the force be with you. Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you've enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pickfilm Media and is a Swaycast original starring Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Kyle McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.